MotorCityGaming.com. Alive, surging up from the depths of the sea on a tidal wave of terror to wreak vengeance on mankind. Raging through the streets on a rampage of total destruction. The Gamezilla Podcast. Is this the end of our civilization? Prepare for gaming domination. The mightiest monster of them all. Grimlock, the Dino Nine, and Jazzy Fiddle. Gamezilla. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the GameZilla studios, Jazzy Fiddle. Oh, the horns. I like it. About time I got the proper introduction with the horns. And producer, Deadeye Knight. A wiggity what up? Give myself the horns. Welcome to episode 192 of the GameZilla podcast, brought to you by our supporters on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. Start your patronage today. You will get great, great perks like early access to everything that GameZilla Media has to offer, along with a Game of the Month giveaway. And, uh, you know, 10-year rewards where you get cool stuff back. Not only that, but you get to support your favorite gaming news entertainment on the internet in the world, GameZilla Media. You can also have your name come across the bottom of this stream every Monday night, just like our favorite, The Glitch. Jazzy Sucks. <laughs> number, number one patron. Yeah, number one patron. Um, Sorry, Glitch, I voted for you. But we can officially we can officially announce that Legend of Retro has now submitted multiple Patreon perks. Noobs and Dragons has now submitted multiple Patreon perks. Uh, so we are going to be bringing you even more value to your patronage very soon. So make sure you jump on board. Help us out a ton. Uh, we got some uh, cool things coming up from all of the different shows here at Gamezilla Media. Yeah. And if you're not a Patreon... You need to become one right now because Noobs and Dragons has already released their first Patreon perk, a behind-the-DM-screen Patreon-only show taking you behind the scenes of Noobs and Dragons into the mind of Craig WK. Yeah, first episode was very good. It was awesome. We we now have that up on Patreon, so that's uh, a good time to join for sure. And there's only more coming. So um, with that being said, we're also doing something very unique tonight. We have our first ever official real giveaway um, where live on the show. So you can just type in the chat. If you're here on twitch.tv slash Media, Jazzy, what do they type? Exclamation point giveaway. That's right. You do that, you get entered. We're going to announce the winner later on in the show, and uh, you'll be you'll have a chance here to uh, win yourself a video game. Uh, if you can't stay and you can't hang out, don't forget to just scroll down and look at our panels below because we are giving away a copy of Monster Hunter World um, for your choice of Xbox PS4 upon launch. So that's coming up here in a couple days. So you, this is we're coming down to the last chance for you to enter that. So that one you can enter and you can win. Even if you can't hang out on stream, you'll find out in a couple days. All right. <sighs> Uh, with that being said, it's time to get into some team talk. My favorite part. 
All right, so it's been a busy week, a lot going on, but uh, I think we all got to play some video games, and I wanted to go around the table. Jazzy Fiddle, what have you been playing? I have been playing. That's great. Deadite, what have you been playing? I'm just kidding. Go ahead, dude. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, I've been playing Fortnite, lots of Fortnite. Um, started my career as a Fortnite pro on the PC. And by pro, I mean I can't even loot properly. Like, it's it's awful. I thought it's, I was getting pathetic. it. I thought that, you know, I had one night where I was real shaky in the beginning, and then towards the end of the night, I was like, man, this is starting to feel comfortable. I, I'm liking this. I think I could get used to it. And then uh, two nights later, I hopped on with Test, fan of the show, and ran uh, probably about eight or nine matches in which two of those matches, I died before I hit the ground. That's how awful I was. Like, <laughs> shot out of the sky in my parachute. <laughs> That's bad. That's it's, bad. For how much you've so played bad. for how much you've played this game on console, you have not adjusted well. I I did after that, um, the next morning from from playing on PC that night, uh, hopped onto uh, the PlayStation 4 to play some Fortnite and like I can't be that like I just lose it. Am I that bad? And uh, I did very well on the PS4. So with the controller in hand, I still have it. So I just need a lot of practice with the mouse and keyboard. It's a completely different mechanic and uh, has the potential to be a lot better as far as my gameplay if, if I can get it down. Um, other than that, two very important things happened to me in gaming this week. One, the Season 8 started for League of Legends. I completed my 10 promo matches. I won 6 and lost 4 and got placed in... Bronze 2. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, ended the season last year at Silver 5. Got knocked back 2 ranks into Bronze He's 2. He's back where he belongs, people. He's back so, where he belongs. Back to the grind for Season 8 to get back to Silver. At least I get to start a... a Three three ranks higher than I would have had to. Not my goal is to run my to run my um, matches, go zero and ten, and somehow get bronze one. One, yeah, it'll happen. <laughs> it, it will happen. Jesse, will the happen. nice thing about shooting for silver five is at least you know your game, your goal is obtainable. It's You've true. been there. You've been I've, to the I've mountain. You can there. get back up. Yeah, I'll get there. I'll get higher than silver five this year. It's going to happen. Um, other than that, the. North American LCS franchise started. We'll talk a little bit in more detail later in our esports section about what happened during that weekend. But I got to watch my favorite top laner of all time dominate this weekend. Echo Fox's top laner, Hooney! 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 You are the <laughs> biggest bagging, just, just wagon jumping bitch I've ever seen. Hooney's garbage, you're garbage, oh, and your team, your true team, TSM, garbage. Yeah, they're not doing so hot, but we'll talk about Man, that later. Sci-Fi was blowing up my email, sending me all these Team Liquid-like Man, their sales. The New Jerseys are they're all awesome like sci-fi's not sending like me. He's like, man, this is us. We need to represent Team Liquid. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm getting one. Just how, how good they look. All right. So, uh, Deadite, what? Uh, how's your week been? What have you been up to? Still sailing a similar course to what I was last week. Primarily focusing on playing Axiom Verge on Switch. Just enjoyed the portability. Been putting a lot of my lunch hours into uh, just. Getting time playing Axiom Verge, exploring. I'm to the point where I think uh, 
I've tried playing some in bed the other night, and uh, I think now my wife has a paranoid fear of the sound when the uh, like zombie guys chase you. Because like I think she's like waking up in cold sweats when she hears it because she's been hearing it so often because I've been playing so much Axiom Verge, um, in sort of in something that I know you guys are going to make fun of me about, uh, but I decided to go back and play some games that I missed on the Nintendo Wii, and oh I I rented them from the library. I checked some Wii games oh out from the library for free uh, because I wanted I wanted to play some games. You truly do hate yourself. I think I've figured it out. You hate yourself. You know, it's it's kind you of enjoy punching yourself in the face. Well, what it comes down to is, you know, I'm not like you guys. Everyone loves and adores me, so I have to get the hate somewhere. So I have to put it upon myself. Where you guys are genuinely, genuinely uh, despised by uh, most people you contact. Please this tell me you have a library card. Like, pull it out of your wallet right now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, or is it like a library app on your phone now? Well, I have the library app on my phone. That's how I listen to my audio books. Show us, uh, show everybody yeah. your credit card numbers too. While you read it. Yeah, why let's not? Just, let's just. This uh, is my library. We're card. giving away oh, no. credit card numbers. Nah, too. this is for the vending machines at work. Oh yeah, <laughs> Avanti or Avanti or whatever, right? Oh man. Oh, oh. There's my library card. There oh. we go. It's a library card. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I there have a library have card. Uh, so his library is super, super fancy though. Yeah, when you live in one of the top ten richest counties in the United States, you're gonna have some ballin' libraries. Got it. Um, again, I do not own the house. I will not be living there much longer, but I'm loving it while I'm in uh, Richville's. So, um, so I, you know, I'm, I'm perusing the the uh, the video game selection. They're looking over the Wii games, and what I was actually looking for because I've never played it was Mario Strikers. Mm, okay, yep. I've never played it. I was like, man, I really want to play. Have you game never f- played Mario Strikers ever, like even on the GameCube? Correct. Oh wow! And so I wanted to check that out, and it, I don't know if they don't have it, but it wasn't available there. I checked in both the adult video game section and the children's video game section. Is the adult video game section like in a back room? Uh, no. You know, it, surprisingly, I laugh every time I walk by the, se- the section that says adult videos because it's really misleading. They're just regular DVDs. <laughs> no one's naked. It's it's super disappointing. But, um, w- you know, going through the games, I was like, okay, well, let me see if I can find something else because the wife and I had nothing to do yesterday. So I was like, all right, let's see if I can grab a couple games that we could have fun with. So uh, one game I picked up was Mario Sports Mix. Yep. Which consists of hockey, basketball, dodgeball, and volleyball. Yeah, let's just skip that one. What was the next did, one? Did you play did you play it? No. Okay. Hockey, a pretty decent time. Basketball plays actually a lot like jam, was kind of fun. You can shake your head all you want. You haven't played it. I have. I had a good time playing it with my wife. Um, you also play Fight Club on the Xbox. So, I mean, like, again, your opinion listen, really doesn't you, mean anything. You and I play it together, and even I admitted that it no wasn't pr- fun you at have all. no proof that I, that I played it with you. Uh, we have one eyewitness. That's true. Besides myself. But, but you, you pay her with... with Adult, not money. Adult video adult content. Video content. <laughs> adult video Yes. That's true. I, uh, I definitely... Anyways, so, have a currency. So you played that game, but you played a better game. Well, let me, let me say, uh, like I said, hockey and basketball playable, and we're a good time. Volleyball was like Mario Tennis, only like it was developed by someone who had head trauma. And dodgeball, I would have more fun sitting on a broomstick and letting it go all the way into my colon <laughs> than I would playing the dodgeball and Mario Sports Mix ever wow. again. It was. It was not fun at all. Wow. So what I've heard is dodgeball is better than disc jam. Ooh. Ooh. You know, I would 
I would definitely let Disc Jam have its way with me. I love Disc Jam. <laughs> I wouldn't wouldn't tell anyone. All right, next game. Secret. Let's go. We got to keep it moving here. We're trying to be on schedule. And another one, another one. I I checked out was the Punch Out. Punch, Punch out, out that came out on the Wii. Yeah, how was that? I I only played enough to play against Glass Joe and Von Kaiser, but I really liked it. I think overall presentation, it's fantastic. The visuals look really really nice. They have a a really fun animation style, and when you and there, there's cutscenes in between the rounds that are all you know they have they have some dialogue to them. It adds a lot of character, and uh, the the actual feel of the game is really fun. And I mean overall, it's punch out. You know, you play with the the Wiimote sideways, and you duck back and forth, and you punch your opponent. So the the little bit I played, so what I played 10, 15 minutes of it, yeah. I actually thought it was really good. And I'm regretting now, you know, going a decade without playing it. And, uh, you know, I got to use my boss, which is my shell that a yep. Wii remote goes in that makes it like a jumbo Super Nintendo controller. And uh, it, it felt really good. I'm actually looking forward to maybe playing a little bit after the show tonight. So, you so know, it's I, not a game they have to sit there and punch all the time. No, you don't have it's not to. Arms. Yeah, it's not arms. I would rather I would have rather them release an, this game, just port it to the switch. I would have already bought it. Speaking of that, did you happen to be able to enjoy the um, Gamezilla Alpha episode that we just released? You know, I didn't listen to uh, it yet today. I was really busy at work. Normally, uh, I listen. Normally, I catch up on Alpha I have Monday. To share one thing. I have to spoil one thing for you. Yeah, because you're gonna enjoy it. Jazzy took the opposite side of me in the Nintendo Labo discussion that we had on the last Gamezilla Alpha. Okay. And he really tried to just rail it hard, negative Nancy over there, and I was Garbage. like, "Listen, man, listen. You can hate it all you want, but can you tell me the Nintendo Labo?" Is worse than ARMS. And Jazzy, oh, I'm not going to give the answer out because people need to listen to this to episode. Out. All I'm saying is, I got a point there. There yeah. you go. It was, it was a very good... I was a dark get, day. I was getting beat stuff. up. I was getting beat up, and I'm like, man, man, how do I punch back? I know. Bring up ARMS. Oh, yeah. You always got to go straight <laughs> for the nut shot, which is yeah. uh, bring up the... Didn't have enough time to fold uh, some cardboard boxing gloves. Yeah. ARMS is the new virtual boy. It's the new... new <laughs> Horrible embarrassment on the blemish on the world of Nintendo, but so so it was actually cool picking up and grabbing a couple first party Wii games that I never played, uh, and you know I'm looking forward to more Punch Out. I know you know maybe Punch Out purists. I don't know how they feel about it, but I I thought it was fun. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I played the or I finished. I completed uh, Shantae the Half Genie um, with a 95 percent collection. I was super pissed. I think I missed one item and one key. And I was like, oh, man. Can you can you go back levels, or do you have to start the whole game over? I can go back, but it's just me as a as a platformer, Metroidvania-like style, like ga- gamer. It's that once that screen pops, it's like, you got to start over. You can't go back and pick it up and yep. then say, I completed it. No, you missed two items. You suck. Game over. So um, I had that happen in Senua's Sacrifice. I missed one idol thing. And it makes you replay the game to go back. Oh, and see, that's them. rough. Yeah, and I was like, I uh, could go back here without having to replay the game. It's just, it's just, as a purist of a Metroidvania game, I lost the second that screen hit. Didn't say 100 percent. Game over. Yep. So, anyways, though, I played the game, put about nine hours into it, and it was a lot of fun. That game is beautiful on the Switch. It's a lot of fun, and now that I beat it, I unlocked like a hero mode, a hard mode, and I can also play as different people so like the sub characters in the game you can play through the story as them and then once you're done with that you the the villain of the game you can play a different story lot like Ooh. yeah you can actually play a different timeline as the villain 
So uh, lots of replay value. The game, I think, normally is like 20 bucks, but I got it on sale. I highly recommend it. If you're looking for a fun platformer, it's a lot of fun. So I got to play that, and then um, I did the same as Jazzy. I started setting up my tower back upstairs, getting my, you know, redoing my streaming rig, getting ready to get back to streaming. And, uh, you know, our good friend Testonomics decided to get a tower, to get a new computer for streaming. Well, now it's turned him into this crazy master PC race like Phenom where he's got to play everything on the PC. And so he started playing Fortnite and got a lot of, got some people in the Discord. And before I knew it, there's like five people in the, in the voice chat. And I'm like, what's going on? Long story short, I played for, I'm playing Fortnite on the PC as well. Um, I'm enjoying it. It's definitely hard. It's, it's, it's a learning curve to go from, you know, I, I put 70 levels between the PS4 and the Xbox into a controller. So switching over to a keyboard mouse was really weird for me. I can tell you though, is that anybody that's out there, it's like, I can't do it. Or there's just, no, I just don't think, I just don't like it. I'm telling you, give it a chance, and when you start to play a game like Fortnite that is so optimized for the PC, for a keyboard and mouse, and you see how you can do things that are impossible with a controller in your hand, it really opens the game up even more. And I've been enjoying it a ton. Uh, it only took me a couple days before I started to feel more comfortable, mm. and um, yeah, I, uh, I really like it. So I'm, I'm playing that. I got my new um, Predator monitor. So it's my first time having a monitor that can support up to I think 180 hertz, um, but it can push 120 frames per second. It can, you know, I can I can be that PC master race, um, you know, and really see what people are talking about with this faster refresh rate, faster everything. And yeah, it's beautiful. This this Predator monitor is fantastic. The game looks great. It runs beautifully, and I'm having a lot of fun. I also played some Overwatch on the PC. Uh, you know, still adjusting again to mouse keyboard, but I'm really starting to uh, to like it to the point where I went back and played Fortnite on a controller with some friends on the Xbox and felt weird. It felt mm -hmm. it almost felt wrong. So yeah. Yeah. Um having a lot of fun with, with that. Uh now that and, and then I'm a little bummed that now that I'm done with Shantae the half genie, I don't know what my next game is on the Switch. I've been real happy with the Switch because I've had these like indie games that's just been like, all right, I'm playing SteamWorld Dig, okay, Axiom Verge, okay, you know, and I'm still playing Axiom Verge, but like I don't have that newer that new game that that I haven't played through before um because Forma eight was a huge disappointment. And uh, I'm waiting for is it Shu S H U comes out this week. It looks like um, it looks like a, a poor man's Ori in the Blind Forest. Oh yeah, and it's yeah. coming out on the Switch. Looks really cool. So I'm excited for that. That'll be the next game that I really uh, bunker down and give it a give it a try. So yeah, that's uh, I haven't played any league. I've watched League, but I haven't played any League, so I'm, I'm not there yet. I'm enjoying this, the 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 uh, pro the pro circuit, but ha it hasn't caused. Yet, yeah, yeah, but you know what? Now, now that I got the new monitor. I got the tower upstairs. I'm building this all out. I got the new Yeti mic, thanks to Sheriff. I got all these things going on. I'm like, man, you know, I'm gonna have to play League now. Like, I'm gonna be able to play League on a level that I've never played it before. Yeah. I gotta try. So it's gonna happen. And with my rig going up, I'm gonna start streaming League. So I'm gonna need a duos partner to do that. Nice. Just saying. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the only way I'm gonna get out of Bronze Five is if I play with 
drag you down to help me get up a little bit. Man, you know, so. I'm going to have to hop in and shoutcast your guys' games, even though I know nothing about Ooh, League of Legends. That, oh my God, that, girl, that girl shooting lightning bolts at that dragon! That girl shooting lightning bolts at that dragon! <laughs> <laughs> that dragon's yeah. barfing all over! <laughs> oh my God! Oh my God! Something about yeah. a jungle! Something about a jungle! <laughs> <laughs> I would like to say for everyone listening in, <laughs> in that uh, when I my struggles with Fortnite on a PC are not the actual like usage of PC because like building I build way better on the PC shooting I shoot way more accurate on the PC movement I move way more accurate on the PC it's that like blending of those together to like you know build while moving and still like trying to look and I just having a hard time acclimating to like the blending of all the styles together on PC whereas I think on the consoles I kind of had that down Building's tough. Since I've moved my building to the mouse, though, uh, you know, with the side buttons and the um, scroll wheel side clicks, uh, which is very, I mean, I, I got the idea from Ninja, you know, from from uh, some pro pro streamers here, but, and I didn't think I would be able to adjust to it, and, sh- you know, again, it took me about a day, and then I was very comfortable, so... Um, I'm liking it. The big thing I could tell people that make this adjustment, if you've, if you've ever done tried it and you're like, nope, not for me, no way. The biggest thing I could tell you is that most of these games, the default settings, the 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 sensitivity for your mouse and everything are way too high. Always, always, always. So when you go just go to YouTube and and do some research, you see that these people are turning it down like eighty percent down. And like when you first play like that, you're like, there's no way. There's no way. But then again, you adjust to it. And then when it comes to gunfight and you actually are in a gunfight, all of a sudden you're super accurate. Like I now understand why these gamers are so good sniping in this on PC. Because I literally am like pinpoint accuracy now because of the speed I'm working with. Yeah. It's so again, if you have any questions, reach out to Jazzy Fiddle, reach out to me. We can we can share some of our loadouts on Fortnite, on Overwatch, things like that, so you can get an idea of maybe uh, what could help you make that adjustment uh, easier. So yeah, I believe my mouse sensitivity started at three, <laughs> and I believe I have it down right now to point zero eight. If it oh. was at three, that's insane. <laughs> that is insane. <laughs> But all right, guys, that's what we've been playing. We always want to know what you're playing, though, uh, and we always look. We always are down to to game it up with you. So how do you do that? You join the Discord. The Discord is free. Talk with gamers from around the world every day. You simply go right to GameZillaMedia.com and you enter the Discord right on the homepage. Or thanks to Sashin here on Twitch, you click on that link right there, get access, come hang out with us, talk with video games, Obviously, when we get into the news here, these are these these topics that we talk about every week get talked about way more in 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 the Discord. So if you're looking to be part of the community, that's how you do it. All right, um, yeah, let's get into some news. I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching MotorCityGaming.com. Downloading headlines. Now let's have it. What about this monster story of yours? Download complete. All right, so I got three topics this week for us. There wasn't there wasn't a good fourth in my opinion. So we're gonna we're gonna focus on the the big three. Uh, one of them I found earlier this week, and it was super fascinating because I remember when these predictions happened. I remembered the downfall that was predicted, and now obviously we know where we stand. So years after the predicted death of game councils, 
We're here doing better than ever. So uh, it was. It, this was an article I found that was just talking about the. Uh, it's hard to remember now because think of the PlayStation Four and the Nintendo Switch and 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 all the success we had. But um, only four or five years ago, widespread and confident predictions that the game console market was effectively dead or dying back in 2012. Even. Um, 2012 magazines and stuff such as Wired uh, cited mobile disruption and the whole box model mentality uh, in declaring the death of the council. Around the same time, CNN cited a four-year tailspin in sales for dedicated councils, which, of course, started right around the same time as our global financial crisis that happened. So um, some of these predictions we could see why they were tying it to it because it's a leisure fun item that you know if you're hurting you're probably not going to go and buy you're going to go buy food instead so i get i get the the, the connection uh ign ign a library card ign <laughs> who, get free. who lives and breathes by video games and its own 2012 look at the fate of the council market offered a bold prediction for the fate of the ps4 months before it was even officially announced a better graphics box at 400 dollars, not Going to work. Ooh, suck it, predictors. We're killing it right now. So today, those and many other relatively recent predictions of doom for the council market look downright silly. The industry analysts uh, have announced last night that the U.S. video game market grew 11% in 2017 to $3.3 billion. And the reason? Video game hardware meaning councils, right. <laughs> was the primary driver of overall growth as hardware was up 27% for the year, which Ooh. equaled out to $1.27 billion in hardware. The hot I penny. I wonder why that is. I wonder if there was any new hardware release. Huh, in interesting. The, uh, the launch of the Nintendo Switch was a huge part of the increase. Of course, <laughs> we already knew that system has been selling at a rapid rate. Yeah, um, but, but what about this one? Even systems like the Xbox One X, the PlayStation 4 Pro, have now seemed to prove themselves and continue to show that people want consoles and people are willing to pay premium price for the best experience they possibly can get out of a console. Does that count used Ouya's on eBay? Oh, you know it. Nice. Tally. <laughs> But uh, yeah, the um, outp- the Switch has even outpaced Nintendo's expectations worldwide in the U.S. Though um, on a, a a time aligned basis through the first ten months of the market, Nintendo Switch has sold more consoles than any other platform in history. Ooh. But the Switch isn't the only console success stories these days. As uh, noted, combined sales of the PlayStation 4 the Xbox One continue on a record-setting pace in the U.S. Together, those high-end consoles are selling 18% better than the PS3 and the Xbox 360 did at the same point in their life cycles and 4% better than the PS2 and Xbox generation. The announcement also puts a point on Sony's own strong announcements of PS4 sales, which reached 73.8 million worldwide by the end of 2017, including 5.9 million over the recent holiday season. But it's not just Sony carrying that segment of the market. Microsoft's Aaron Greenberg pointed out last week that the Xbox One outsold the PS4 in the U.S. in December, proving it at least has some market power on the side of the Atlantic. 
So, I mean, we all know Xbox has made a good rebound and have has won some recent months, but the PS4 is king right now, sitting at 73.6 million systems. So, what, when, what was the PS2 life-wise, 120? Yeah. We have, there's a it shot. Was like 120, There's a shot somewhere man. around there. There is uh, there's a there's a shot for sure. I remember when we were like I left 40 million and we had that conversation on the show we were like you think it's got a, it's got a, you think it's got a chance to surpass PS2. Well, that was like a year ago. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's almost doubled in a year. So, um, put it all together and it's hard to believe that the collective wisdom just a few years ago expected consoles to slowly wither away in light of competition from casual mobile games and commoditized PC hardware. Now it seems clear that the concept of a dedicated gaming machine that hooks up to the living room TV is alive and well thanks to a wide selection of strong hardware that players want to buy. So I pulled this because it's very interesting to me because I do remember the doom and gloom. I remember buying what people were calling the last generation of consoles that we might not see in an announcement of the next, you know, that this could be Sony's last system. This could be Microsoft's only system. This could be, you know, we heard all these things and, uh, you know, now we're sitting here looking at the way the w- way the popularity is for gaming. What do you think are some of the like? How does it happen when you think of the struggles in 2012? The Wii U would have been relevant, and it tanked and died and crashed and burned. Yet Nintendo has risen and has become yet again king, one of the kings of gaming. So. You got CNN. You even got you got IGN. You got all these people. Doom and gloom. What are some of your opinions? What are some of your thoughts of why we're here today in such a positive light when everyone was looking at it in such a negative way? Man, I do remember back when (laughs) when we were even watching E3 and there was like that. It was never like a public thing. Uh, as far as like promoted, but there was like all the Reddit feeds and stuff like that that were saying like the last E3 <laughs> because they thought the video game industry was just dying. And now you turn and the best part about this whole article is that, yes, we had the switch launch, which we knew was going to be super popular. PS4 and Xbox are still going strong. But the thing that I pulled out of this is that the Nintendo 3DS sold more this past winter than it had since 2014. Wow. A system that inevitably we thought was going to get overshadowed by the Switch is actually beating its own sales again. So I think that I think that in part helps a ton with the 2DS release, the lower price points and them listening to I think listening to fan base where it's like it's there's just custom 3DS or 2DS after custom 3DS 2DS. It's like here's a Pikachu model, here's a Pokeball model, here's a Samus model. Here's a it just never ends. Yeah. And so for me, uh, someone that has an addiction to DS collections, I'm like fuck, I gotta buy that one. Shit, I, I have DSs that have never come out of the box. <laughs> I have the Super <laughs> Nintendo DS from Amazon. I don't even know why I have it. I haven't even opened it. I'm like, well, let's put that with the other DSs. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, the biggest thing for me is the gaming industry as a whole being presented to the public. So I think the fact that esports is becoming really big, the fact that Twitch is now becoming really big, and you have these kids that are going to school and being like, oh, hey, watch this guy, and they're like watching a lot of you know streamers on Twitch, and it's it's just... 
in front of them now. So now they have the ability to say, hey, I want a game because I want to be able to do things like this. Like, I wouldn't have played Fortnite if it wasn't for Twitch. Oh, yeah, I was, for sure. I was I was not interested. I, like, I didn't even look at Fortnite. I was like, eh, not for me. And then I watched it on Twitch. I was like, huh, you know what? I want to try this. So I think that's part of it for sure. Ch- uh, Chops chimes in on the uh, Twitch chat, twitch.tv slash GameZilla Media, and says eSports helped a lot. Do you agree, eSports expert Jazzy Fiddle? I mean, I don't know how it couldn't. The viewership numbers that we've given over the past alpha, couple alpha shows and GameZilla shows have just been like through the roof. So just having that many people as a giant public advertisement for gaming, like it has to be able to push gaming as a whole. I think it's an interesting point made by Chops, but I, I think I think of it in a different way. If esports wasn't as it growing as much as it is now and mobile phone gaming would just became the thing for the next generation right the younger kids but instead the younger kids can look at this avenue and say i could be a pro gamer i could this could be my career i can do, like it drives kids away from the bullshit you know clicky click click phone games and pushes them into like i'm going to keep playing call of duty i'm going to go play league of legends i'm going to like I can see it draw that future, let alone, yes, us sitting here watching esports and then because of it, we play the games. But I think, again, the kids at the kid level, yeah, they watch it, but they also see themselves with, like, I, don't, I will never be a pro gamer. I'm too old already. I'm, I'm sorry. I missed it. No. We missed that boat, unfortunately. But they didn't. So now they're looking at it like we used to look at hockey. We're like, man, I'm going to play goalie for the NHL and this guy's like I'm gonna go play T- you know mid lane for the T for TSM right and beat every record that Birgens has ever set <laughs> because I'm the best you know like so like that's uh that's another interesting angle that, that I thought when I when I read Chops's uh point here I think in 2012 there was a lot more optimism around what mobile phone gaming could become and so let's say 2012 which six years later and the mo- the mobile phone app store is still a wasteland of garbage I mean, they're uh, ex- you know, little microtransaction puzzle games. And, yeah, there's a few outliers that are quality titles. I just re- re-downloaded Hearthstone to put it back on my phone. Like, there's some there's some fun stuff out there. But in general, I mean, it's it's a bunch of brain-dead gaming that, does, that didn't evolve. And it's yeah. six years, and it's still where it was. And then the other thing, uh, we had a long period of time where the PC gaming experience was so far advanced over what you got on consoles and it's a lot closer now especially now with these, these <laughs> no it's not <laughs> but i mean personally i find playing games on a computer unbearable i just absolutely hate playing games on a computer i want to sit down with a controller and sit on my couch you can do that though you can just sit down i don't tr- want to do it i don't want to i don't want to install hang out with your controller and on your updates, couch do everything open steam i don't want to deal with any of that trash and I just want to sit down and play video games. It's it's still a simple platform, and it it's easy for a parent to still just buy a video game system opposed to being like, okay, Timmy, here's our family computer. You're going to bog down all day playing games. Gaming reminds me a little bit of like the cell phone debate where it's like, you know, people love their iPhones because it's simplistic. It's user friendly. It just works, right? Like these are things that you hear all the time because, from iPhone users. And I was, a, I was an iPhone u- user for years. But 
the thing about consoles is that they they remind me of the iPhone. They're that they're that product that you buy, you sit, you plug it in, you throw the disc in that matches, right? You go to the store, you look for the green box to go with your Xbox, you look for the blue box to go with your PlayStation, and and, and you just you stick you stick the disc in and you play. You download it from the eShop and you play. There's no like you said. There's no updates and and patchwork and you know and uh, figuring you know, out if I have a graphics card that's that going to play this game or it. not. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Because I don't have simple. two. I don't have two grand to invest in a computer that I know will play literally everything for the next five years. I just don't. And so and I I think there's got to be a large portion of gamers that lean more towards my feeling. You know, again, we do a video game podcast here, so proportionally our listeners and our community here around GameZilla Media, it's disproportionate. We're going to have more people who are like, oh, yeah, no, I totally have a gaming PC and I love it. But if you look at the mass population, there's a lot more people that just want their gaming to be simple because I'm a busy guy. I don't have time to mess around with my computer, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, Chops makes another strong point, though, on, on Twitch, is that uh, people use computers all the time, uh, and they need a break from the computer, so they play a console or a handheld. It's it's absolutely true. Yeah, I'm on, a, I can I'm on computers that, yeah. literally all day while I'm at work, and the last thing I want to do is sit at a desk with my laptop out. And, and like, there's I've played some really fun games. I like depth. I started play, playing Prison Architect. Uh, I play Roller Coaster Tycoon, like games I love. And I think I think at least once a month about buying like the Command and Conquer collection because I love those games. And I just tell myself I don't want to sit at a computer anymore more when I get home. I want to lay back on the couch and play Switch. Really. Agreed. I think another thing, too, and especially in 2017, I I at least noticed a huge boom in retro gaming again. Yeah. Like, it's coming back. So it's not just your top of, like, current-gen consoles. I know a lot of people that, like, even sparked from a mobile game. Like, I know at least two people that played Pokemon Go religiously and then went out and repurchased some sort of console or handheld in order to play the old Pokemon games. Yeah, it drove them back into what they remembered as a child. Like yep. that's hundred percent Pokemon Go was a great was a great gateway drug <laughs> to pull you back in and be like, man, I need a I need a Game Boy Advance. Like, man, man you got some of those Game Boy Advance SPs? <laughs> you know? With, the, with some of that Pokemon? I, Pikachu I, edition? I the There's a Pikachu edition? <laughs> I, I think that I think another thing that was hard to predict in 2012 is the emergence and the strength of the independent game developers of 2017, 2018. Because if you think about, you know, we had Xbox Live Arcade it was really the dominant scene on consoles to get to get indie games, and it, it was a good, it was a really good platform. But nothing compared to what we're getting on the Switch, on the PS4, and of course yeah. what Xbox is doing now. And those games do harken back to the experiences we had as children. How many independent games are retro inspired? I mean, I'd love to see the proportion because it's statistically probably insane. How many yeah. of them have an art style or a gameplay style that's inspired by what we played in our youth? And I think that probably has something to do with it. You don't, you you are seeing like point and click games and stuff like that. There were, you know, the computer games of our childhood, but it's not in the same proportions that we're getting Metroidvania games and puzzle platformers and stuff like that. Yeah, no, absolutely. The industry itself, as far as like the being able to see it, not just like in a store has, like, dramatically increased from 2012. So, mm -hmm. like, 2012 to 2017, like, E3 has doubled in viewership, and people public is going now. And then, like, even PAX. The PAX conventions are doubled in size. So, like, it's just more prominent to see gaming everywhere. 
it's easier to, you know, it's easier yeah. to because of packs, because of those things. It's everything's easier to obtain and and absorb content, uh, you know. So yeah, I agree. And uh, let's be honest, let's all make this comment right now. We're happy as hell that that's where we're at. Instead of sitting here saying that we only have dumbass phone games. <laughs> Okay, we're happy yeah. Nintendo's still around. We're happy Microsoft's doing well. We're happy Sony's there, and I'm happy that the PC gaming, you know, um, market is healthy. You know, yeah. so so for me, it's like they're all important, and the fact that they've all exceeded and and beat these expectations that were put out there by people, it's a, it's a win win for us gamers. I think I'm happy. I got Fortnite Battle Royale, Battle Pass on the Xbox, Battle Pass on the PlayStation Four. I play it on PC, and I bought the actual Zombie Horde game on the PlayStation. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the same game, and I have it on three different platforms. You are definitely three trying to get a lot of Fortnite in you know, your life. I, I want. I want to say something that you know. I don't know has ever been stated on this show. You guys, the two of you, do a great job balancing me out for the gaming industry, where I don't give them any more money than I possibly could manage you guys are like here's my money let me buy a ds it's gonna sit on my shelf and let me buy eight battle passes so uh you guys are i'm not helping the game industry one bit but you guys are keeping it healthy so i can enjoy it thank you're you welcome thank you're you welcome. for what you guys do for me you're isn't very there an, welcome isn't there an annual fee on that library card no no not where i live <laughs> not anymore libraries wouldn't exist yeah. Yeah, no no not me all right we got to move into topic number two and that is japan Taking steps to have video games in the 2024 Olympics. Man, this is this background is my kind of game. Mario versus Sonic at the Olympics. That's why I picked it. You were talking about terrible games. I was like, <laughs> let's give him a t- let's give him a game that he understands. Let's give him a game uh. that he enjoys. <laughs> Japan is currently taking steps to ensure competitive professional video game tournaments can one day be legal in their country, with the ultimate goal of having them become an Olympic sport by 2024 Paris Games. This is reported by Bloomberg Technology Reports. Uh, so, the outlet points out, despite the rapid growth of esports into a multi-billion-dollar industry across the globe, Japanese laws prohibiting illegal gambling have also prevented paid video game tournaments in Japan. However, four esports organizations and the Japanese Consumer Protection Agency have negotiated workarounds that exempt esports from this law. That said, the ruling party currently ran by Prime Minister Abe is considering taking further steps to amend laws, making it possible for professional video game players to make a living through esports in Japan. Great. The ultimate. That's what we need. The Japanese yeah. beating us at everything. We already got the Koreans whipping our ass. The ultimate goal is to one day make it possible for professional video game players to win Olympic medals. This was quoted. If if we need more we if we need more legal wiggle room to hold tournaments, we can use a special law or other provisions as needed. Once we have a gold medalist, then people will begin to see video games are also a sport. And I know this one hits home for Jazzy because there's been a lot of talk about video games being a sport or not. And I thought this topic. Like it's great that Japan's doing all this, but really the top the reason we brought this topic forward is we've never thought about the fact we've talked about video games coming to the Olympics. We've talked about how it'd be cool. We've talked about the pro, the pros, you know, the the issues that we would see to get it there. Mm-hmm. But I never thought about the idea that if they could get it there and we could see someone on a podium receive a gold medal, that the that that the perception passed back out to the world is that this person is an athlete. 
This person is playing a sport. This person is the best at what they do. And uh, it's interesting that they that when I read that, that's what caught me. I was like, huh, that that could work. That could be a very important thing. And, and the reason I think about this for me is growing up, I loved snowboarding, right? And snowboarding was was that was the the kids, the 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 trouble kids on the slopes, like hanging on the side of the mountain and the skiers hated you. And anytime you came on like their hill, they hated you. You just stayed in your one little spot and you, you know, you did jumps and you went on the half pipe and you thought you were cool, but you weren't a skier. And then I remember when snowboarding, you know, started to started to really pick up, you know, and it was that underground thing. It was it was the cool thing. And then it hit the Olympics. And when it hit the Olympics, all of a sudden it was like, we're pros, we're professionals. Like, yeah, we're badasses. Yeah, we could do some crazy shit, but we can also come out here, do something, pull a gold, stand up next to anybody and be and be, you know, the best of the best. And it did make it really helped snowboarding's image, you know, moving forward. So I think this is a it's a smart idea from Japan and I think they have the right the right idea. Yeah, I don't think that we realize how important the Olympics impact like countries as a whole. Because if you think about it, it's just kind of up the Olympics. You got to root for your home country's team and stuff like that. But you don't realize like everybody watches the Olympics. Like everyone rallies behind. It's on all of your local media stations. Like it's pushed everywhere. And how many golds do we have versus these other countries and stuff like that? And we're, we have famous athletes like, Phelps, who right. broke records, and like people have literally gained so much fame from just becoming a natural athlete that has held these medals. That we, if we have it in esports, become an Olympic gaming thing where you can earn medals. Just imagine the power that gaming is going to have. Yeah, I mean, just recently, uh, shooting, like shooting, wasn't part of the Olympic short the Olympics and then as of recently they put actual like skeet shooting and stuff like that into the Olympics. What about ribbon dancing? I mean archery's been in the Olympics a minute. Yeah, archery, but not That's actual shooting. gun shooting. Coming from Twitch, Sheriff Patty, if bowling can be an Olympic sport, sleeping on the couch can be, so esports should be too. <laughs> That's a, that's a stretch, obviously some <laughs> yeah. sarcasm there, but I do agree that there are things that people do you know, and, and I, I, I guess I don't want to compare it to anything else. I believe esports people in esports are athletes. Why? Because it's a strenuous activity that requires a high amount of skill, and to be and, and as far as best of the best, I believe that even if you want to look at it from the the standpoint of hand eye coordination with a mouse. And, and quickness of pressing a key, it's, it's an action. It's an action that is put inside of a game, be it digital or not, which relates it to a sport to me. Because I'd, be, cu- I'd be curious to know what the... e-sport, of course, but... I'd be curious to know what the definition of athleticism is. Because, like, yeah, is that a skill? Absolutely. Do I think in my understanding of what athleticism is and athleti- athletic aptitude, I don't consider them to be... I don't consider them to cross in the same Venn diagram 100% of the time. 
I, I mean, I don't think so either. I don't consider NASCAR to be 100% of the time a sport. I don't think it's a sport. It's car racing. <laughs> so, I mean, but it's a sport. Like, but they, they, the society has deemed it a sport. So yeah. if your, if your argument is that the, that the circles aren't a hundred percent overlapping, they, we already have sports that don't. Yeah, but we also so, have we also have people making dumb decisions or what sports because racing's not a sport. It's racing. It's not a sport. What about golf? It's car racing. Golf's a game. It's a game for rich assholes. Golf's not a sport. It's a game for smug jerks. I wouldn't get, it's a game. It's a game for where old men go to jerk each other off. Pass on golf. I would like to bring up the Twitch chat where Sheriff of Patty says, Have you ever seen Jazzy throw his mouse around during a wipe? That is athletic. It might be. I mean, I, I've seen true. it. It's damn right pathetic. I, I, I mean, I've seen Grim shake his hog off, his giant hog, after taking a piss. I don't know if I'd call that athleticism, though. Shaking something around isn't athleticism. I don't know. That could be an Olympic sport. <laughs> well, I mean, it takes strength. That's, that's for sure. You know, I'm there not. There you go. Chops, chops on Twitch calling you out. What about marching band? Not a I- sport. It's a it's a competition <laughs> of music. Anyone who thinks band or drumline is a sport, someone who I did it for seven years, it's not a sport. It's a competition. It's okay. I almost feel like anything that is maybe outside of boxing uh, that has judges involved, it's not a sport. I don't care. J- Ribnik gymnastics, you know, any of those things that have scoring, and there's a lot of it in the Olympics, I wouldn't wouldn't consider that a sport. It's something that's being judged. Does it take skill? Yeah. Sport. But- Definition of sport. An activity. Yeah. An activity. Oh, I looked this up five minutes ago. I'm involving physical exertion and skill in mm-hmm. which an individual or team yep. competes against another or others. For entertainment. Uh, Sounds like a sport to me. For when entertainment. When you look at that, I mean, if you don't want to call him an athlete, that's one thing. We could, we could pull an athlete definition. But when you pull the sport definition, it's hard to argue with that being the definition. Yeah. Pick your favorite game. Tell me what your favorite game is. Fight Club. Xbox, <laughs> yeah, Fight Club. Jaws Unleashed. Just for the sake of it, we'll say Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Roller Coaster Tycoon okay. on the 3DS. <laughs> competitive, <laughs> competitive Roller Coaster Tycoon. <laughs> like, my park got scored by the judges A 9.9. I am the ruler of the world and the greatest athlete ever. Because exactly. I designed a theme park. That happened 10 years ago. He, that was word for word. I know. It's on because YouTube. I have Look the gold up. medal at home. <laughs> We're we're gonna we're gonna take Mortal Kombat. And we're gonna yeah. say that you are going to train to yeah. become the next gold medalist at Mortal Kombat. Yeah, it's not gonna you're, happen. You're telling me that the eight to twelve hours a day, six days a week, three hundred and sixty-five days a year is not enough physical exertion of training to be a sport. I don't know, man. It's a game. So can I can I give you a definition of athlete? Yeah, I'd like to hear that. A person who is proficient. In sports. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's just drawing a Venn diagram like, oh, well, if you play sports, then you're an athlete. But it also says, and other forms of physical exercise. Yeah. So, but I mean. Because there's an idea of athletic aptitude that uh, you know, one's body is athletically enabled. I know this because my body, my physical vessel is not. is not. I have no athleticism <laughs> within my being. It is, it is an, it's an intangible of sorts that I don't necessarily know I, in my personal definition of it, could equate it to being really good at clicking a mouse and having eye-hand coordination in a game. 
So, I don't I don't I don't equate video game skills with athleticism personally. So then so then we'll say that video game players aren't athletes then. Mm-hmm. It's still a sport. Like they like they have mathletes. They have they have they have call them an athlete. They have mathletes. So the these our our gamer athletes are going to be called uh, gameletes. I I have no First I have of all, no they're quarrel. athletes according to according to, if you're going to call the sport and an athlete is someone that's proficient in a sport then they're an athlete. See, I'm sorry. You fucked up on the dictionary. The, it's over. We win. Oxford, Oxford got us, I guess. I have no, I have no quarrels with the term e-sport for electronic sport. I think that's actually a really accurate way to define it. But I think it, I think there is like a weird gray area when you cross it over into considering it a sport in the same way that these other games that involve physical body movement and, and you know involve this is physical body movement moving your wrist around like you're jerking off is Jesse, very, show them your sport. clicking skills show them your clicking skills on Twitch do it go don't click, you're gonna break click, you're gonna break click. everything you're gonna break oh everything my God. golf NASCAR take them out of sports just call them <laughs> just call them idiot games <laughs> and uh, well I, th- these are esports I'm fine with that okay, okay esports so we're athletes oh my God. there you go athletes I like it I like the new definition you're athlete which means you're good at <laughs> clicking things. Oh my God! PC mastery. We got to move on. Th- we need to move on. We we need to move on. So, third topic. Shout out Japan, though. Shout out. They're going to yeah, take us down. They're doing. They're doing a good job. All right. New study concludes there's no evidence linking violent video games and violent behaviors. Unless your name's Deadite, then you look like this. <laughs> this is Deadite when he was eight years old. Now you know why he's a sociopath. And if you're not on Twitch, you're missing out. Wrong. I never wore that much camouflage. Man, you we know you wore camouflage and I, jorts. It, okay, jorts 100%. I think, it, I think it'd be hard to find a picture of me wearing camouflage. Just, me, just give me Photoshop and a photo of you. I'll show you camouflage. Yeah. <laughs> you might as well Photoshop me holding a nine iron at a NASCAR race uh, yep. with, with a razor mouse in my hand. Yep. You look like an athlete there. With as much piss beer as you like to drink, I figured you'd fit right in there. Man, I tried. I tried even understanding what was remotely interesting by, about NASCAR. I did a whole college project, like a, a huge part of my like grade on it, and I had to sit down with my professor, and he's like, so what would you think of this? I was like, well, I tried. He's like, well, what went wrong with this? I go, I tried to learn about something new, and I ended up hating it, and I gave you an awful product because of it. He's like, well, what grade did you give yourself? I was like, well, I tried, so a C. He's like, deal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there's been a lot of back and forth about whether playing video games makes you a generally more violent person. Recent studies on the matter are much more thorough than they were in, say, the 90s, and many of them agree playing video games won't alter your behavior as long as you're not playing them for 20 hours at a time. Jazzy, I'm sorry. Your behavior has been altered. That's why I've got an alarm for 19 and a half hours. All right, so the most recent major study comes from the University of York. The research team set out to conclude if video games prime players to perform in certain ways, i.e., if a pl- if playing a realistically violent video game will cause players to become violent or antisocial in the real world. The experiment eventually concluded that no evidence to support the link between violent behavior and violent video games. 
University of York built off previous experiments on the subject, most of which yielded mixed results by performing a series of experiments with 3,000 participants, a larger test group than previous studies utilized. The experiments involved categorizing items after playing avoidance-based games and completing word association puzzles after playing combat games that utilize realistic ragdoll physics and combat games that don't. They found that the priming of violent concepts as measured by how many violent concepts appeared in the, wor- in the word fragment. Um, oh, sorry. Bug just flew by my face. No, man. It's um, a stink bug. Yep, we, uh, evacuate yep. the studio. Evacuate. We uh, got to get out of here. I don't have a sound for evacuation. Butthurt sound. Go away. <laughs> All right. But again, as measured by many violent concepts um, appeared in the word word fragment completion task was not detectable uh, by Dr. David Zindel, one of these researchers on the study. There was no difference in, in uh, between the game they employed, ragdoll physics, and the game they didn't, as well as no significant difference between the games that used real and unreal soldier tactics. The findings suggest that there is no link between these kinds of realism in games and the kind of effects that video games are commonly thought to have on their players. Dr. Zindel added more research is necessary on other aspects of realism. What happens when we consider the realism of bystanding characters in a game, for example, and the inclusion of extreme content such as torture? Uh, we also only tested these theories on adults, so more work is needed to understand whether a different effect is, is uh, evident in children players. So we've always, you know, we've recently talked about uh, gaming disabilities being, being a thing now. We've talked about uh, people that have gotten angry and, and caused other people bodily harm, murder. Just recently we talked about these things. So And, and we've all come back to the concept that it's not driven by the game. It's driven by the person. It's driven by their surroundings. It's driven by something deeper within that person, not a video game. And so we've sat here talking about, you know, how many times has Grand Theft Auto or some other extreme, extremely violent game been accused of the reason someone's kid did something dumb? I mean, I think, I think we need to take a serious co- talk on the conversation about um, the rampant concussions throughout esports and uh, you know CTE—it's it's really prominent in all these athletes. The athletes um, have more issues with uh, collapsing lungs. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, from sitting too long. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can, I can laugh tell all you, you want, but I that's hundred percent true. <laughs> I can tell you, I can tell you this. I'll tell you this with one hundred percent knowing the actual answer. I have yet in the newborn esports heard of a player that has taken a paid leave for tying his cleats too tight or getting (laughs) turf toe or they're actually getting paid to play the game like they're supposed to yeah you know they put themselves in such bodily harm every day at their desks so so you click a mouse for 17 hours a day and you tell me that you don't have freaking tendonitis why do you think burn out quick Hey, man, their careers are way shorter than any other yeah. sport. Yeah. This test is awful because I'm getting I, violent because of I his actually, on eSports. I actually <laughs> believe, I think I need to make an announcement. I think eSports is, is more of a sport than any other sport in the world. Yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, they have, a window, they have a shelf life of like 
couple of years and they're done. Uh, Even the running back has a better chance of having a longer career in football. Update, update. Being a fish fly is the most extreme sport ever because you live for 24 hours and die. It's true. (laughs) That's an intense, I mean, that's an intense sport that I watch every year. Yeah. Tears shed. <laughs> it's so flies. intense. All right, no, but Imagine um, how much mating you have to do just to keep your species alive <laughs> in that twenty four hours. Sex is that's a sport. all you do. Sex is a sport. Sex all right, is you a guys sport. got me. You guys got me. Jesse, <laughs> you got it, man. Good job. Um all right. So my question around this, right? We have all heard this before. It, it's all been brought up before. It, it, it's one reason why ratings on games got got started and, and, and all these moms and parents came out and, and just fought that fought that they that these games were tainting their children instead of just horrible parenting. Yeah. My question to you guys about Tainting them into believing they could grow up to be athletes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. My <laughs> Wow. I can't say say this. I can't say this out loud and I can't say who I'm thinking, but I got a person in my mind that I'm literally thinking of right now with your comment that makes me laugh inside my head. (laughs) We'll have to talk about it off air. But anyways, um, the top, so the topic here, why do you think gaming continues to get this bad rap where scientists have to sit here and perform experiments to prove video games are not the cause of this, yet we still will end up down this road. I I guarantee you, in six months, we will have discussed uh, another topic that is basically slamming the gaming industry for teaching our children, desensitizing our children, or doing whatever it is to our children in a negative way. Because they don't want to know what the real reason behind it is. It has to be the video games because that's all their kids do. I think that people like, and this is this is going to be real, real sketchy to say, but like we have to realize that, at least in my personal opinion, we have to look at what we're not doing versus what we're doing. Like, yeah, your kids are playing a lot of video games, but you're also doing less parenting. I, okay, so here's my thing, right? We always talk about like kids, like fucking kids, terrible drivers on their phones. Blah, you know. Do you know who I see on the phones driving like dick more than anybody else? Old people. <laughs> Old people on their way to play golf and that, watch NASCAR that already don't know how to use technology yet they try to use it while they're in a death machine. Okay. So <laughs> cars are scary. Yeah. The fact I meet so many people every day. They go, my God, they let you drive a car. Yes. So my whole point here is that when you look at the older generation that has, a, that has adopted technology, okay, they, they, they had lived in a time that this didn't, ex- this stuff didn't exist. They adopted it. They're the ones that have become even more brainwashed by it, in my opinion. So, what happens when mom and dad can't get their face out of their screen of their phone or their tablet? Jimmy over here learns what fire is on his own. <laughs> Jimmy well. over here finds out that when you stab someone, blood comes out. Like, because you're not there showing, teaching him and raising him. That's my whole thing right now. That's how is, I learn. Is I go, <laughs> I walk into stores, I walk into restaurants, I go all over the place, and I see this everywhere I look. A kid buried in a tablet because the parents want to be buried in, a, in their phones. Like, I went to Buddy's Pizza, and there was a hockey team party. There was 20 kids. Young athletes. Young athletes. And 
their parents. <laughs> Every kid had a tablet. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Every kid. You, you want to know who, which kids were talking to each other? None. And they guess were talking what, to each other on their tablet. Probably. You're probably right. But guess what the parents were doing? They were all sitting at another table playing with their phones. It's trick. It's top down. If you want your kid to to have core values, to believe in things that you feel are important, it is your job to teach them that. You can't blame the school system, the video games, the eSport bullies. You can't blame everything else when you're not doing your own goddamn job. And so for my thought here is that gaming is a scapegoat, just like everything else is a scapegoat, for when a parent fails their child. Two things I want to say on this. One, I'd be super interested. It super interesting. See, super. His parents yeah. didn't teach him how to talk. He had to figure True. it out himself. Yeah. by stabbing people. We didn't have tablets <laughs> when I was younger. Jesse to teach only, me. He learned okay. English by hearing people scream for their lives. <laughs> exactly. Like he's the most fluent. Saying, "Oh God, exactly. stop!" No, it Jesse so was clearly. that kid that went around stabbing people. Like, tell me how to spell this. <laughs> tell me right now. Yeah. We didn't have the fancy little Sesame Street. We had BBC. <laughs> Damn it. So Oscar the Grouch didn't help me out. <laughs> Two things. I'd be super interested to see this testing with VR when it's not hot garbage. Because you're actually making video games more of a reality at that point. And I wonder how that would change the effects of this testing. Two. Deadite said that cars are scary during this segment. Now imagine driving them at 120 miles per hour next to another group of cars going that speed with the amount of exertion and force on your body. That's a sport. Doing something scary doesn't make it a sport. I remember I almost defecated myself when I asked my father-in-law if I could marry my wife. That sport. doesn't make that a sport. That is 100% a sport. Scary Look it sport. up. Yeah. Do I got to pull what sport means again? Because that's a sport. <laughs> Were you sweating? It was a sport. Man, did you did you get a yes? That's skill. It's a sport. <laughs> I remember if somebody Charm's telling me a sport, that. I'm LeBron yeah. James. I remember somebody telling me if you don't sweat, it's not a sport. I'm like, I take a shit and I sweat. Oh like, yeah, man. I, <laughs> I sweat in the shower. Like then spelling bees in the second grade were the most athletic I've ever been because I was drenched in sweat. <laughs> they're like spell from, and I was like, damn it. F R U M, and they're like, you can go sit down. Yeah, just defecated myself. I'm a double sport athlete. I'm sweaty and full of feces. Wow. Okay, (laughs) this is getting way, this is getting way off topic here. I like how Dennis like, man. Every time I see a book, (laughs) I walk into a, I I I just touch my library card and I'm like, I'm an athlete. (laughs) I get so nervous and scared to go into the library. Like they're gonna know I'm a fraud. They know I'm just here for the video games. Uh, Oh man. (laughs) They're like, oh sir, can we interest you in a book about video games? Like a what about where? I'd like to leave. <laughs> oh my god. I'd like to drive away in my car because I'm an athlete. Like, do I look like an athlete to you? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not here to read. Whew. Okay. All right. So there's our three topics. We got um we we could we'll talk more about this in the Discord. So make sure you're joining the Discord. Talk with gamers from around the world every day for free. Um and we'll we'll keep these topics rolling uh in the channels there. So uh, yeah, I um, I'm I'm happy that these that these results came out and and were so were just 100 percent negative. They were 100 percent just false, <coughs> and so that that's uh you know it, it allows us to continue to push our point. 
Uh, I, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I have literally stomped in the heads of dozens of turtles in my life because of the influence of Mario Brothers. True. Yeah. I just go around stomping turtles every yeah. opportunity I get. Yeah. They their their meat is succulent. I will tell you that. <laughs> succulent. Succulent turtle meat. All right. Well, let's uh, let's move it over to Jazzy Fiddle. That was our attack on the news for this and much more. Please visit GameZillaMedia.com. It is a website. We haven't done that in a while. So, and uh, you know, you can you can catch all everything they were doing right there. So, Jazzy, take it away. I'll cue up that ESPN music because it's time for sports. Welcome to Summoner's Touchdown! Oh my god, Freiburg, are you kidding me? He shoots! He scores! Oh, let's break it! <laughs> See how excited they were for that announcing? Shoutcasting? Man. Woo! It's because it's a sport, baby. I should be a shoutcaster. Man. You, you could be a great shoutcaster, I honestly believe. Yeah. I believe in you, bro. Thank you. You just have to know stuff, and that's the part where we're worried. <laughs> that's the problem. I don't know much no, about No, you just nothing. shout. If I, if I can just yell nonsensically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. kill! Like, what? Like, I don't know. That guy he did it! He did it! He won the game! Run, 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 No, he didn't win. He just, he just, he got one elimination. He's, he, he's in the top lane. That's super normal. like, he slam dunked the ball! And then we're all looking. I'm like, dude, there's not even a ball in this game. Monster Jam! I can see him. Wham a ding dong from downtown! I'm just, like, regurgitating NBA jam lines. No, he's just over there like, this jam's great. <laughs> but like, this is Dota too. What I'm doing a what? I'm having a burrito. When I, I can see him being like the John Madden of shoutcasting, where he's like, he clicked and clicked and clicked and clicked, and the other guy isn't Boom. on the screen anymore. So I think this is good. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! It's a real dynamic amount of clicking and uh, joystick moving, and uh, you know, there's there's no joysticks in this game. <laughs> oh well, uh, screw me, right? <laughs> it's not game right. if it doesn't have a joystick. <laughs> Anyways, let's go ahead and throw out some scores and some standings from across esports. League started up this past week. We have four teams that are undefeated at 2-0, and and my team is not one of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so sitting, you, TSM. At, sitting at the top at 2-0, and we have Team Liquid, 100 Thieves, Cloud9, and Echo Fox. Then, of course, sitting at the bottom with the O and 2s, TSM, Counter Logic Gaming, Optic Gaming, and the Golden Guardians. Ooh, I'm glad I didn't jump on any of those bandwagons. Because <laughs> so, they in the toilet. How's TSM doing again? I forgot. TSM is off to a very good start because they have nowhere to go but up. Hey, TSM, when you got rid of your bot lane because you wanted to bring in imports and think that you were going to be good, um, you were wrong. Sorry. <sighs> yep. You're in for a long season, and, and Double Lift's not coming back. So Double Lift's on fire right now. So, All right, then on over to the <clears throat> Overwatch League. We have three teams that are still undefeated in the Seoul Dynasty, New York, Excelsior, and the London Spitfire. That leaves only two teams that yet to have a win on the board. And um, those two teams are the Dallas Fuel, Cable 2KX is the super fanboy of the Dallas Fuel. Super fanboy. Super fan. Like, I think he sleeps in Dallas Fuel boxer shorts. And the only other team that is 0-4 is the Shanghai Dragons, 
which had a problem with green card issues, and they can't even send their team over to play in the league. So they sent their tier two their team tier over. Two team oh over. wow! <laughs> I don't want to see that tier one team. Is equally as good as those guys. <laughs> Ugh, sorry, Cable Two KX. Hopefully Dallas picks their game up. Other than that, around the world of esports, the Hearthstone Championship was this past weekend, and Tom six zero two two nine won the oh, World Championship Hearthstone. Tournament. I knew he'd win it. I knew he'd go all the way. Tom, you my boy. Man, I was cheering for Tom 00195, so yeah. I'm a little heated that the rivalry really came to a close. Janet 66666 gave it a hell of a shot, though. Yep, they did. That guy's name sucks. That's what we're joking about, right? <laughs> 100%. 100%. <laughs> it is awful. <laughs> awful. It is awful. <laughs> uh, but my topic today that I want to discuss with you guys is um, Quicken Loans came out with a rocket mortgage, like... <laughs> Gaming house, like um, what come, come on, can we can we time out for a second? Can we go back to the Dallas Fuel real quick? I just want Cable okay. to really feel this. Okay, not only are you zero two, not only are you terrible and, and you can't be and not zero two. You're zero what? Zero four. Zero four. Garbage. Yeah, you're terrible. Your Refuse. team, your team looks pathetic. Your color scheme sucks. Bizarre. Your logo's stupid. Oh, and the brand new league that just started had to suspend one of your players because he went on stream with with horrible. I'm not. I don't even want to say what he said. I, I'm, I'm not going to say what he said. Yeah. But let's just say uh, the dude is probably homophobic. Okay. And I and 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 just went out and blurted a bunch of shit while he was wearing your jersey. What kind of organization are you running? You just spent millions of dollars to be able to try to do this, you th- and you suck. And your players are being stupid. You would think they would have like a team meeting, like right when they recruit everyone. Like, listen, guys, an HR department. Yeah, like, hey, if you're like, you, we want you to keep streaming, but you need to follow these guidelines that represent <sighs> this brand. So, uh, you know, don't do the things that uh, dumbass streamers normally do. Uh, act like an adult and treat people decent. But this person's probably uh, a bad person. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, carry on. Yeah, so, we, we had a video that we got to watch. Yeah, we had a video that was in the uh, the flavor of uh, MTV Cribs. Yeah, it was where- a very <laughs> cheesy version of MTV <laughs> Cribs, yes. Where the uh, 100 Thieves management staff decided to take us through the new, brand new gaming house Mr. for Nade, 100 Mi- Thieves. Mr. Nate shot himself. Yep. Um, Wait, what's it? his name is Nate shot himself? Nade. Nade. Shot. Shot. Himself. Yep. Not, That's his full name. No, it's Nade, Nade shot. shot. I was like... Oh, okay, I'm with you. Like, I kind of like that name. Okay. I yeah. thought it was like a clever name because he sucked or something. Like, yeah, I shot my name's Deadite Shot Myself. No, yeah, like that's how you should name yourself. He Nate he, Shot himself. Deadite Myself, yeah. Okay, we're done. We're done. Yeah, he doesn't get it. We're done. What you he guys said it. was crazy. It didn't. The sentence doesn't translate right. to audio very well. Nope, nope, nope. Here's his name. His name is Nade Shot. Nice. There we go. Okay, cool. Cool. <laughs> you got it now? Woo! Okay. So he takes us on I a tour. Sorry. He takes us on a, a, a brand new tour. It's very athletic of you to describe that to me. You're welcome. Of the 100 Thieves Gaming House for the NALCS team. Mm-hmm. That was, uh, you know, kindly donated by Rocket Mortgage from Quicken Loans. Yeah. Yeah. It had Rocket Mortgage Quicken Loans uh, decals all over it. All over it. 
And uh, what I want to talk to you guys about is the evolution of the gaming house. Because when eSports first started up, there was like two-bedroom apartments that people would just cram a bunch of people into, and they'd order Chinese and then game as much as they could to try to be good. And after seeing this video where they have not only basically two separate houses, where there's like a gaming house and then a connected. living house that are connected together, their own built-in kitchens and chefs to cook for them, to, you know, <laughs> offices, strategy rooms, workout equipment to keep all of these guys healthy, in shape, while learning how to become pro video gamers. Like, what are your thoughts? Do you think this is, like, too much? Do you think it's not enough? Do you think the evolution is good, bad? What do you think this will actually do for the sport and the players? Well, I think you got to do what you got to do to win. I don't think, um, you know, if you want your organization to, if you want the people within your organization to feel like professionals and act like professionals, uh, you need the daily regimen of the players to be professional. And I think that a lot of times, even throughout traditional professional sports, uh, it's hard to find professional athletes that actually act like professionals and take the job seriously. So uh, it is cool to see this young crop of esports athletes on the come up. It is nice to see them actually taking things seriously, training, and uh, wanting to win. And I think those are the sort of things you need to do. I don't think it's ridiculous at all to throw these guys in a house and, and have them working together every single day uh, for the convenience of, of being there and being close. It is something that you know we can all agree takes a great deal of communication. It doesn't matter what eSport what e you're playing. Uh, if it's team-based, I'm sure if, you know, if it's a fighter, you don't really have to worry about communication. But League of Legends, Overwatch teams, Dota teams, uh, CSGO teams, they all need to have a great deal of communication. So close proximity and really knowing your teammates is, is important. I think the evolution of the house is, is interesting in, in the same sense of eSports growing. You know, it went from... Us growing up and and all and land parties, right? Grabbing your computers or your original Xboxes and just jacking wires in everywhere with big ass TVs everywhere, sitting in a room for, and, and playing tournaments. And then that grew into land events, which actually started happening. And then it and then it kind of fizzled. And online was what brought it back. Well, this pro circuit now, you're watching, you know, like you said. People like getting in an apartment and 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 being super unhealthy and and you know not getting the proper amount of sleep, not getting nutrition, not getting all, and now we're looking at these houses where it's like, you know, you're given meals that are pre-made for you. Like here's your Monday meal, here's your Monday lunch, here's you know here's your snack, you know, and and like it's all figured out down to you know the little pieces as far as nutrition, and then you have. You know, doctors on on staff at these houses to make sure these kids are healthy and 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 able to perform at their tip top shape. It's just it's crazy to see this video, and we'll link it in our download uh, our download. But it's crazy to see this video and be like, this house, which w was amazing looking, is for what ten people. 10, 15 people to play a video game. Yep. It's nuts. And it's, it's wonderful. I mean, like, when they showed the house, yeah, super cool. 
the 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 just the, the modern style of the house was super cool the technology was cool each each player has their own room so they can break away for, and have their own privacy which is something that we didn't even see last year yeah there was two three people in a room yeah so um yeah evolution of the gaming house has come a long ways to the point where it's a you know it's the same idea as as any other sport when it's like you know, I'm grabbing my gear and I'm heading to the I'm heading to the training facility where I have everything I need until I want to just go home, you know, and lay in my bed. But like you think about about like you know training facilities for football or or, or any any sport, this is what this is turning into. See, I I do it I do it different. I do it different than the way uh, hundred thieves or thousand thieves or twelve thieves or whatever is doing it. It's one hundred thieves. I was yeah. close. Sea of yeah. Thieves, yeah. actually. D- dozen Thieves. Sea of Thieves for the Xbox One. <laughs> pair of Thieves. Um, comfortable underwear. Pair of Thieves. Personal are, endorsement. I'm wearing them right now. Nice. I'm wearing nothing at all. But <laughs> Nice. So what I would do is the, the, we, have a, we have a rampant problem here in the United States of America. And what it is mm. is it's the crumbling youth culture. And what that has created is... Is great opportunities for esports teams to buy abandoned summer camps. <laughs> They're everywhere in America. Look it up; it's an epidemic. And I, that's what I would actually do. I would buy a, a summer camp and I would refurb the cabins to be dope. So, because listen, if I have to live in a house with ten dudes, uh, my coaches and a chef and a doctor and uh, you know whoever, whatever else idiots I have to spend all day with and work with, I want to go away to my little cabin in the woods and I want everyone to spread out, have a little bit of space. I don't want to be in a Crampton house. I lived in a dorm for three years. I feel like being in one of these houses would be way too much like being in a college dorm. I want my little my little cabin spread out and uh, you know you can get together in the the main room. And then you, you'll have a cafeteria because they all have mess halls or whatever. And uh, maybe if your if your team has the money, you'll have a lake where you can uh, you can enjoy some recreation. And you know if you really want to get to know your teammates, there's public showers. <laughs> oh uh, God! I was like trying to so figure it's out like band God. camp. You know, you know, esports is like marching band, and marching band's not a sport. So send all the esport kids to esport camp. I was like kind of banding with him a little bit in the fact of like, man, I'm going to take this and spin it in a way where it's like, hey, they have a gaming house, which is where they do all their training. And then the players are well off and taken care of enough to where they can have like their own apartments where they could just like commute to like, you know, the training facility each day. But then you're a little shower thing it was too enticing for you to go with your idea. You had to stick with my idea. You're like, ooh, public showers. That is the right call. Do you have any other questions relating to this, or uh, can no, we I forget just, that? Yeah. Uh, I think that um, the fact that gaming houses are becoming a thing is super important. I think bringing people together, because you could play online with somebody, and the interaction that you're going to get sitting next to them and being able to talk through like strategies and stuff like that is way more important than actually anything you're going to get via online. So I think that the fact that they're bringing these players in together to be able to professionally like sit down and train and strategize and stuff like that is only going to make them better in their sport. Deadite. E-sport. You keep mispronouncing <laughs> it. Oh, but that's all E-tweets. I have for esports this week. Until next week, try harder, TSM. 
Continue to fail, TSM. T-L-N. You garbage, TSM. You garbage. Team Liquid on the come up. All right, well, now that that's all said and done, it's time for Muster Bust. In concert, they would fight this evil in a duel to the death. This war was an all-out effort whose ultimate purpose was to save our planet from total destruction. Must or bust? All right, we got a muster bust this week. Uh, we actually got some games coming up here. Uh, first up, Lost Sphere, January 23rd for the PS4, PC, and Switch. Lost Sphere is the spiritual successor to 2016's indie darling, I Am Setsuna, and it shares a similar art style and active time battling system. I think this is going to be a game that's a must for those fans of I Am Setsuna, as it does look like that next fun uh, game that's the same style. So, uh, Je- uh, Dead Eye's going to say it's a bust. Jazzy Fiddle is going to say it's a bust. Uninterested. But if you're, hey, if you, I know a lot of people like I Am Setsuna, so more power yeah. to you. Play it. If you made the mistake and you bought a PlayStation VR, don't worry. The Impatient is coming out January 23rd for the PlayStation 4. It is the horror game, um, the prequel, uh, this prequel to Until Dawn. I did not realize that. Interesting. made by the same studio specifically for PlayStation VR. You'll step into the uh, the shoes of a Blackwood sanitarium patient making choices that affect your escape from an ultimate fate within the asylum. (laughs) This game actually does look super creepy, and in VR it'd probably be too much for me. But, again, too little... Too little on the VR side, but at least here's something to hopefully hold you over till the next game uh, in 2019 comes out. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, January 26th on the PS4, Xbox One, and the PC. I know you didn't get to play the beta, but this game is a lot of fun. Rub it in. The loot box system is actually like redeemable it's actually like a, a decent system and uh over- like their servers yeah. which regardless and overall i'm excited to play this game so it's not a stretch to call fighter z the heaviest hitter this week um the fighter game based on a beloved franchise developed by the team behind guilty gear and blaze blue series with a roster spanning all eras of dragon ball there is a champion for everyone that i even you can i play as vagina Vegeta, yeah. Vegeta, yeah, vagina. Sure, you can play as vagina. Angry Goku is what I always called yeah. him. Uh, Grim, are you buying this game? I am. Can I play it before the show next week? Absolutely. Thank you. Yes. Uh, and then, lastly, coming out on the same day, January twenty sixth, Monster Hunter World mm. for the PS four and the Xbox One. Uh, this is a game that I thought for sure a lot of us were going to be picking up, and now it looks like a lot of us are going to uh, hold off. So I don't I don't know what my uh, game plan is because this will definitely be a game I don't play solo. So I would need someone to play this game. Um, so yeah, join the Discord. Let me know. We'll pick it up. We'll play it. But otherwise, I think it's a pass for me. Sashin's um, excited. Sashin's excited for for Fighter Z and um, Monster Hunter. He's hyped for Monster <laughs> Hunter. Monster Hunter. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sashin is like, that's true. I could play with Sashin. There I mean, you have it. Monster Hunter's cool, and Sashin was really close to selling me on this because him and I had a in-depth conversation about Monster Hunter a couple months back, and he was like really selling me. He's like, Worlds. World, because it's supposed to be more accessible and a little bit easier to get into than other Monster Hunter games because personally, I look at the 
I look at Monster Hunter as being daunting. Like it's so much, uh, and there's so much to do and so much to learn that I don't think I have the time or the will to commit to it. And you know, he's really selling that this could be the one uh, to get me in. So I'm at least intrigued, but I know I won't be purchasing it uh, day one. But I'll be keeping an eye out for a good sale on this one, maybe. There you go. Here's what I'm going to do, since I actually still own a VR, and I can do this. I'm going to post these in our Patreon page to our patrons with a poll, and the patrons will decide which one I buy, because I'm going to start writing my... Uh, Game reviews again. Nice. Oh, okay. There so go. I'm gonna write. I'm gonna throw a poll up there, and they can select from these games which one they want to see me do a review on and play through, and uh, we'll let them decide. Fantastic. All right. Well, it's been a short muster bust, but uh, there are some. Those were some noteworthy games that are, that are coming out this uh, this week, and we wanted to uh, let you know. Dra- Fighter Z is a must. If you're, especially if you're a Dragon Ball fan, I know nothing about Dragon Ball, and I'm, I had so much fun with that game. I had so much fun playing the beta. So that's, so much fun. That's hurtful. So I don't like Dragon Ball. Uh, I tried watching it for like two weeks when I was in like the seventh grade. I was like, I can't do all this like yelling and powering up for twenty minutes at a time. It just completely lost me. But I am so interested in this game, and I even went back and listened to the Legend of Retro about the uh, classic Dragon Ball GT fighting game on the PlayStation that they did a couple weeks ago that I actually did something that's highly recommended by Xander of The Legend of Retro. I watched an episode of Dragon Ball Z Abridged, and I understand enough about Dragon Ball Z where it made me chuckle. So, uh, you know, again, I'm salty that the beta didn't work for me, but because I'm a fighting game fan, I'm at least interested enough in this game and Dragon Ball where I'm uh, I'm putting my toe in the water of something that I, I don't necessarily enjoy. This is going to end up just like that time I tried to do a project about NASCAR. I'm going to end up real salty and angry about it. No, I think you'll have fun. This game's fun. I think Man. I think you'll get the game. Well, you'll play the game and then you'll go get the game because I think uh, a lot of, I think this is a fighting game like Mortal Kombat uh, where it it sticks with us for uh, as a group for a while where we'll be able to enjoy it for a while. So All right. That's our muster bust. We're getting uh we're going to wrap the show up. We're going to we got a couple uh, plugs here and then we are going to give away our first ever video game live on the stream. So if Ow. you're in this stream right now and you have not used the, uh, or you've not entered the word exclamation point giveaway, then you need to do it right now or you're not going to win. Okay. As simple as that. If you haven't done it, do it now. So you can be in, you can be in it. But until then, we're going to talk a little bit about how you can help us. Yeah. Where the best way to give is to give back. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Gamezilla Media. <laughs> that was a pretty great plug, wasn't it? I don't, did oh. it even make sense? It made total sense to people that don't understand it seems like It seems like what you just said is that the best way to give is, that, is to give back. So we... Indian givers. Oh, so wait. We give... Yeah, that's, not, that's not an okay term so anymore. So we give them. <laughs> so no, I got it. I got Whoa. it, Jazzy. Jazzy, it makes sense. Jazzy, it makes sense. Jazzy, you, we give them a show so they give back. Right. That's I get it. Right. Oh, we give you more than a show. Yeah, it was it was bad, but go ahead. You get an extra show. You have UStream. Patreon. Patreon.com/slash/gamezilla/media, where you can get early access to everything Gamezilla Media. Entry into Game of the Month. Tenured rewards. 
Man, just hype it up, sell it, man. You getting me? I hyped. I started and then you just knocked me down. I had it. I had it going good. Patreon.com slash Gamezilla Media. Go there and become a patron today. You just need some sad horns. <laughs> you can even be super special and make a name like Jazzy Sucks that goes right across the bottom of the screen every week. So yeah. Uh, all of our patrons gets gets uh, shout outs on the bottom ticker there every Monday night. So we appreciate you. And uh, like I said in the beginning of the show, we can officially announce that Legend of Retro has submitted uh, multiple perks to be added to Patreon. Noobs and Dragons, multiple perks to be added to Patreon. So yes, you're a fan of GameZilla uh, podcast. You might be a fan of, of GameZilla Alpha because you're already getting perks for those two. But you are going to start getting perks for every show under the GameZilla Media umbrella. So thank you for the support. Keep it coming. Share it. Tell people about us. That is the biggest help you can do. We appreciate everything you guys do for us. But honestly, just simply asking for us, asking for some business cards or talking about us at your local game shop, telling your friend, um, that that's huge. That helps us a ton. So thank you so much for the support. If you, that, especially you, Jazzy Sucks. Jazzy Sucks, you are my best friend. If you like this podcast, or if you don't particularly like this podcast, but like other podcasts, you need to listen to the fantastic shows that we offer here at GameZilla Media. There's a lot of groups that put together podcasts where one podcast is good and the rest are pure garbage. That's not the case here. We offer you Four fantastic shows. Of course, here are the GameZilla podcast. If you want to really dive into one specific topic, listen to an uh, industry interview. We have GameZilla Alpha, new episodes on Sunday. And if you have Patreon, of course, the early access is waiting there for you. We have the Legend of Retro podcast, in-depth looks at some of your favorite retro video games. You're going to take a trip right back to your childhood and enjoy uh, currently Chops and Craig WK really digging into great games. They have a good time analyzing and sharing their memories about those games. And then, of course, they have the Retro Relapse, where they go back and just quickly revisit a video game and give you their quick take on what they thought of revisiting that game. And, of course, the greatest story podcast on all of the internet. It is Noobs and Dragons. Uh the greatest dungeon master to ever master a dungeon, Craig WK, uh, takes our noobs through a, uh, a campaign of Dungeons and Dragons. We have uh, Tilly, Alistair, and Jared. I can't remember your Jared. name. Jared. Jared. I thought it was Jarek or something. It's Jandar. Jandar. I was close enough. It's I Jandar. Garrick. I remember the important characters, but you need oh, to listen. Yeah. <laughs> you oh, listen. Yeah. I'm a fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> you need to listen to Noobs and Dragons. It's an absolute great time. You're going to have a laugh. You're going to want to immediately play Dungeons, Dungeons and Dragons afterwards. Uh, it's a very fun story that you actually hear our characters play out live. It's nothing like you'll ever hear anywhere else in a podcast. It is an engaging, fun story that Craig has together uh, that is this campaign. Uh, you you're, you're going to love it. So you need to listen to Noobs and Dragons, and it's available all the same places. Uh, if you listen to GameZilla, then you are able to listen to Noobs and Dragons, Legend Retro, and GameZilla Alpha. And if you have trouble finding the podcast, just go to GameZillaMedia.com where we have that for you. All right. Last thing, GameZilla Media is now an co active community on 
I, uh, on Twitch. So if you look right below us, you're going to see a community called GameZilla Media. If you click on that, you can follow that community. That community consists of the stream team. So people like Testonomics, The Glitch, Sheriff of Patty, myself, and others will be con- will be starting to grow this community. And that is where you can see everything happening all the time from any of us. Uh, we appreciate the support of, of, of that community and, and making sure you uh, you get people to know because that's another another way for us to move up the ranks and start to uh, you know get recognized um, within within a, as a team and as individuals. So thank you so much. Make sure you're supporting the stream team. Keep an eye out for those streamers when they go on. Even if you can't hang out in their stream very long, stop by, say hi, let them know why you're there and uh, you know, let them realize, you know, show them that the Gamezilla stream team is is helping and it is it is working for uh, for exposure. So all right, um I don't think I have anything else. So that wraps everything up. We're going to give away our game right now so this is your last chance you have 30 seconds jazzy don't do it you uh you don't it doesn't count for you you have 30 baby you have 30 seconds to enter what i just entered exclamation point giveaway there you go if you uh better win you have to be here to win too so if i draw your name and you do not respond in the chat i will redraw but uh we're gonna do this right now live and um, I've got we got about twenty seconds. So while we do that, we're going to just remind everybody: hit that subscribe button, hit that like, hit that heart emoji, leave a comment, and please, 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 push that subscribe button. Please, it helps us so much. It helps us jump up the ranks of iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Overcast, Google Play, wherever it is that you listen to our podcast. Please, just help us out. And that way you never miss out on an episode. It's yeah. conveniently on your device or uh, computer there for you. And, uh, you know, if you're listening to this on the podcast and you're like, damn, I missed out on that sweet giveaway, uh, that's another reminder of why you should get in our Twitch stream on Monday nights when we're recording the show live and hang out with us live because uh, we do giveaways. And uh, it's a great opportunity for you not only to interact with the community, interact with us, but win some stuff. Exactly. Yeah. All right. And then... Um Let's get a winner here. You ready? Ooh. All right, everybody. It's closed. We're rolling it right now. The winner is... The Beef Hammer! The Beef Hammer Xbox Beef has Hammer won the giveaway. Xbox. Are you here? There he is. Beef Hammer. There he Beef is. Beef Hammer. Beef Hammer. You have Beef won Hammer. a digital code for... Life is Strange, Before the Storm, on Steam. Uh, um, if courtesy of our friend, Sheriff of Patty. Yep. Courtesy of our good, our close friend and stream team member, Sheriff of Patty. Man. Remember, you got to tweet us. Tweet us, Zilla Elite, because you are an elite of the very important sport of... Gamezilla Media Podcast listening. Oh, God. All right, so uh, to, to, to clarify <laughs> this, uh, Sheriff and, and uh, Beef Hammer, I have codes for this game either for Steam or PS4. You let me know which one you would prefer, and I will message you that code. 
But all right, uh, we, we still are recording. I want to wrap this up. Thank you for tuning in to episode 192 of the Games Little Podcast. We love all the support. We we had a great show here on twitch.tv slash Media. So thanks so much. Um, we'll talk to you all soon. Join that Discord. Come hang out with us. And until next time, game, game on. on. But can we all agree that poker's not a sport, and if I ever see it on TV again, I'm going to want to just paper cut my eyes with the Queen of Hearts. We can 100% shake on that. Friends? Yeah. Friends. I agree. You can paper, paper cut your eyes with a <laughs> Nintendo Labo creation.